0: podcast city network
1: hey everyone it's angelica from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show Hi everyone, I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show, where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. Today we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the click the support button found at anchor.fm slash mark the shark MMA show. And that's marks, both with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the mark the shark MMA show Facebook page. Also, for a plug-in, if you're looking for a good action, thriller, suspense novel, check out a book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. The paperback version only on BarnesAndNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorta. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on Amazon.com and paperback format on both Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Hey guys, we're back to the show. Are you guys interested in making money? Well, keep listening to the podcast. I'll make a special announcement on how you, the listener, can make money by listening to my podcast as well as other podcasts. Stay tuned. All right, guys, we're back on the show. Today we have a very special guest, Adalante King Kong Jones, a professional hey, enemy
0: guy. fighter. How you doing today? I'm good. How about yourself? Good, good. Where where are you located, anyway? I'm located in a very small town uh, called Parker, Arizona. I uh, recently, well, originally born and, born and raised from Chicago, then landed in Phoenix, and now here. So uh been here the better part of the last eight years.
1: Oh, nice and warm over there, right? Oh, warm is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> it gets really hot, right? <laughs> uh,
0: I think last summer we had about the, the highest temp we had was maybe one twenty five. Wow. Nice. That's
1: just, it's yeah. a little toasty. You don't have any snow there, obviously, like we have
0: here. Um it depends on most parts like Flagstaff, Prescott, Payson, those areas. Wow. Kind of where, where grass grows. You get So how'd, how'd you end up there from uh, Chicago? Was it from my mom took a traveler's nursing position, and somehow she accepted one in Phoenix. I uh, wasn't even close to being 21 at the time. We landed in Phoenix, and then a couple of years later, I met my ex-wife, and I'm here. Oh, nice. Okay. So at what age did you start your martial arts training? Uh, 24. 24, I went to my uh, very first show at one of the casinos well the casino that i work at and there was a guy that i was really good friends with that i'm still good friends with till this day he uh headlined that show it was all well it was an amateur and pro event okay he had he headlined that show and the guy that he that lost well the guy he lost to i thought was extremely sloppy i knew i could beat the promoter at the end of the show was like, if you guys want to get on the card, here's my card. And then four months later I had my amateur debut.
1: But what was your what was your first martial art? Was it boxing or
0: um, you know what? <laughs> if I can be honest with you, I had a little karate training as a kid, didn't even do it maybe six months, and then we moved. I moved a lot around as a kid, so I was never really formal formally trained in any martial art aspect aspect growing up wow so at 24 I kind of had to learn everything at once
1: <laughs> So this was you learned everything at once for your debut fight yes so you, you didn't even, did you wrestle in high school or anything uh in, in high school
0: I did a lot of more per se basketball and cross country I did cross country two three years mix that in with some track uh with no wrestling I mean, I used to have street fights growing up because, you know, that's what we did in Chicago. But
1: yeah, yeah. I was, I guess I was ne- <laughs> never <laughs> formally trained in anything. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So, wow. So you're just like a natural-born fighter, I guess. Uh, I
0: I wish I could say that. I mean, I can't well, I can't really say that I am. I, I mean, it comes naturally. It's just something that's uh, born out of habit, I guess.
1: Wow. So were you growing up, did you have like, were you really an aggressive kid?
0: No, actually, I hate fighting. I hate, I hate hurting people. (laughs) How did you, so what made you decide to go into your first amateur MMA Um, I love competition. I've always loved competition.
1: Okay. It's
0: just, it, 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 that comes naturally with coming from a family of guys that love sports and et cetera. I have a lot of cousins that are kind of like two, three years of age in part, and we all grew up around each other. One did football, track, crux, all that stuff. And we would always fight each other. So... Yeah, I used
1: to do that. I used to do that, too, with my friends. I mean, I, I grew I didn't have any brothers or sisters, but uh, I used to always, like, horse around with the guys in the neighborhood.
0: No, I wish I could say we were horsing. We were going for blood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so – like,
0: out of that, it it kind of hardened us and, you know, games of bloody knuckles in the in the, the bedroom and trying to see who's the toughest and who has the toughest hands and, you know, fighting kids at school. It just kind of like sometimes we had to defend ourselves. I was the smallest kid in my family until about seventh or eighth grade, and then I hit six feet, and then no one wanted to fight me. And you're a heavyweight, right? Uh, yeah, when I first started in this sport, I was uh, – my first amateur fight, I was at 185. Okay. And then I did a lot of fights at 195, catch weight, 205. And then this year I kind of – I got had a little depression last year after my last fight and kind of overate. When I say overate, that's it. a little understatement. Ate <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so what was your walking around
1: weight back then? that
0: my walk around weight then was maybe 215 and i would cut the 205 which was still fairly small yeah um, most guys walk around at 230 250 Do the it. problem was i could never really gain weight and then after my third pro fight i just kind of gained a lot and my walk around weight is 230 right oh now it's 230 yeah so i chose to fight it my last fight i chose to fight at heavyweight and it was more of a personal decision to see if one I could, if I felt better fighting a heavy, at a heavier weight, because always felt I was a small 205 fiver and one eighty fiver. I look thin already. <laughs> uh, so okay. I did the fight, and it went really well. I knocked the guy out in thirteen seconds.
1: And yeah, you had a lot of knockouts on your record, right? You, have, you won, and you got a couple amateur belts, right?
0: I have an amateur title at middleweight and an amateur title at 205
1: and both and then what What was the organization
0: uh rough mma or ruf mma or uh under ringside promotions okay. i was the first guy to hold both belts at the same time
1: nice there you go for so conor mcgregor or after conor mcgregor i think before <laughs> there you go yeah, cause then you got that. Uh, who's that guy from Walt series of fight that uh, he actually did it for Conor McGregor. Oh, um, uh, Benzo Gracie School. Let me see what the hell's his name. Man.
0: uh you're talking about David David Branch?
1: Yeah, yeah, from, uh, <laughs> from New York. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's uh, he's back in the UFC now. He, he he's been fighting some top opposition. I, I love the guy uh, as far as like accompli- his comp- accomplishment and skills.
1: Yeah, but wish he was Huh? His fights in the UFC were tough, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's he's he smashed people in the World Series of Fighting. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. But getting back to you now. So you had no formal training. So what comes easier to you, striking or grappling?
0: Um, as I progressed into the sport, uh, I love striking. I would undoubtedly rather throw with you than go to the ground. I have four wins by submission and three by knockout, or at least as an amateur, I had four wins by submission and three by knockout. What were the submissions? Were they chokes or arm Three triangles and one guillotine, but it was kind of a weird uh, sitting position guillotine. Okay. Where – the guy's body was slumped against the cage. And because me being so long, I could just drag you down and take your head with me. <laughs> but the triangle
1: triangles, those aren't
0: that they're, – they're
1: pretty hard to pull off on people.
0: Yeah, and, and honestly, that's my go-to move. If I if I see it's there, I'm going to take it. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, if I see that triangle is there, I'm going to take it. That, that's actually the first submission that I learned how to do
1: off my back. And that's my bread and butter. You said it, like, how do you set it up? You just push the arm into the center and, and jump the leg uh, or you do something else?
0: I, I wish, Kind. well, kind of. I kind of wait for you to punch or, you know, you're in a position where you're on top and you're trying to pepper my face and you leave your arm there. If I feel you leaving your arm there, I'm just going to shuck it down and I'm going to immediately go for the triangle. And I kind of do a thing where I hold your head down and I see your back leg about the post. And I'm taking that leg, and as soon as I do, you're not going anywhere because I'm holding that leg and I'm squeezing and choking at the same time.
1: So you go underneath the the leg to secure the, the triangle. Yeah, at the corner. That's good. That's good. Now you have you're still fighting
0: now, right? You're not retired, right? No, uh, my last fight was two months ago. Two months ago, March 30th, uh, Iron Boy Promotions in Phoenix. Okay, and... pro, right? Yes, that was my fourth
1: pro fight. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a, a couple other questions here. Um, first, like, like, do you have, uh, where do you see yourself going in terms of your pro career? Like, is there any particular organization you want to fight for? Um, where you're at now? personally
0: for me, I would love to be on Bellator just because of the aspect of, you know, you can keep your sponsors. It, they seem. You're the second guy best. that
1: said that to me,
0: too. Sponsorship is big when it comes to MMA,
1: and like sponsors now,
0: I you know my sponsors switch every fight. Well, every fight. Um, Don't have any right now that I'm particularly working with that are besides uh, Sicarius MMA.
1: Okay, Uh,
0: they're a local group outside of Chandler, Arizona. Uh they sponsor a lot of local amateur and pro talent, so love those guys and then the way they're promoting me and putting my name out and stuff like that. So um
1: but in terms of like an organization you would choose Bellator, is there any other ones you would go with or
0: uh Bellator and one. I feel like one has a lot of competition. Uh like like for me. I can't really say there's one organization I'd pick. Everyone says UFC has top opposition, which lately it kind of has seemed like opposite. You recently saw Sage Northcutt go over to ONE FC and he got knocked out like 29 yeah. seconds or something like that.
1: Yep, under 30 seconds, he got his face smashed.
0: Yeah, and he had like 32 fractures or or
1: something along yeah. the lines of that. Yeah.
0: And then Eddie Alvarez, a couple months ago, he fought as well, and he got knocked out. So like,
1: oh, Eddie went over
0: there. I didn't even know yeah.
1: about
0: him. Eddie Alvarez went over. So did Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, I know. And Demetrius. then Sage yeah, well, Northcutt as well.
1: You know it could be for Eddie? Eddie's been Eddie gets knocked down a lot. I don't know if you see that in his fights. He gets knocked down a lot and, and yeah. knocked out a lot. And you know, as it keeps going, it's easier to happen. He
0: also seemed like he was having a cardio issue during that fight as well. But, you know, at the same time, though, he left himself open and he got knocked out in the process, which kind of showed, like, all right, well, maybe the UFC isn't the mecca for top talent. Mm-hmm. Changing. Times are changing. <laughs> now, what's your typical day? I mean, do you work full-time and, or do you train? Yeah, I, I work full-time. Uh, I get up 5 a.m., get ready for work. And I'm usually at work from 6 to 2 p.m. Okay. As soon as I get off work, I'll either come home, hit my treadmill for a little bit. And then 5 p.m., we're going straight to the gym. And we're typically at the gym from 5 p.m. to 8. Um, you do that like five,
1: six days a week? Yeah,
0: pretty much. And then I try to mix family time with my kids and then my fiancee in, in there as well. So I just try to bounce. Do
1: you, what do you do for recovery? a lot of uh, amino acids or you just of course it's just your young age
0: i wish i could say uh well right now i'll be i'm 31 i'll be 32 in november and so i'll do a lot of uh epsom salt baths i actually happen to live along the river so for me swimming works great okay so I'll, i'll occasionally go swim uh ice baths or uh I have a sauna tent that I like to sit in at home and honestly the heat relaxes my muscles. Yeah. So it's a little weird but it helps with recovery.
1: And when's your your next fight coming?
0: Um I'm, I'm looking at honestly August 31st uh possibly Iron Boy Promotions again or uh King of the Cage will be back in my hometown or my town that I live in now. Yeah, uh, September 7th.
1: On King of the Cage is still around. Did you own that one? What was that one? If they, do they own King of the Cage?
0: Oh.
1: I don't think so. Yeah, I wonder if thought they, they bought that. Yeah, that organization's been around for years.
0: They've been around for a long time. They've produced uh, Rampage, Rousey, Cormier. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, John Bolanger from Lion's Den. Yes. A lot of, a lot of big names. Um, they just recently had a show here three weeks ago, just okay. about, and they're going to be coming back to the casino I work at, the Bluewater Resort and Casino, September seventh. Uh, okay. So Iron Boy, do they stream their fights over the internet, or do they? Have yes, on? yes, they do. Uh, they have a Facebook page called Iron Boy Promotions. Well, they'll do uh, a lot of their streaming on there. Okay. And then, as you know, King of the Cage there on MAF TV also heard that they possibly stream their fights on Amazon Prime as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Give them a call, man. Yeah. So, so, you're looking for sponsors, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, if anybody's listening to this podcast, if someone had to get in touch with you, you know, like whether it's a listener that wants to get in touch with you, just sponsor. How would it get in touch with you? just dislike through Facebook? Do you have a website lined up? or I have a
0: Facebook, Instagram, my Facebook, Daviante Jones, which is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Or uh, my Instagram, King Kong Jones MMA. Uh, I have a Facebook uh, athlete page, which is Daviante King Kong Jones as well. Okay. And that's about it. Okay.
1: Now, do you have any, like, clothing lines or anything like that you sell? Oh,
0: I occasionally try to sell shirts. Like, anytime I have a fight come around, I'll make about 40, 50 shirts. Okay. And, you know, those who more than welcome want a shirt, sometimes I'll ship out free ones just to get my name out and, you know, appreciate those that will follow me and, and et cetera.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you contact me through email, man. Next, uh, like a couple weeks before, I'll make a shout-out if you have and buy your shirts. Oh, for sure,
1: most definitely. I'll even send you one. I yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> now, I got another question for you. Shoot, boy. who is your favorite? I mean, it doesn't have to be current and past. Who is your favorite MMA fight? Ooh boy,
0: the hard one, right? No, uh, well, I had yeah. I had a top three, but my all time favorite is Rampage, and the reason yeah. I say Rampage is um, he had a lot of fights in Pride that I love. Mm-hmm. Especially the one with the Rona Where he slammed him when he had him in a triangle That's probably yeah. my all-time favorite Rampage knockout <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. I- I've talked about that A few times on this show
0: <laughs> But Rampage Just watching him Is kind of the reason Like I mimic my style uh, If anything, I love brawling I love to brawl I'd rather stay in than go to the ground So Kind of the reason I mimicked my style a little bit off of his. And, you know, people love a good brawl, fan-friendly fan friendly styles yep. that way.
1: Yep. Exactly. Yeah, he had a lot of good fights, especially with uh, Vandalay Silva.
0: Uh, you know, yeah, especially the one he just recently had with Silva at uh, Bellator. Yeah, that was his revenge.
1: You know? You but see. also,
0: even the score 4-4, four to four, so who's to say they have
1: a fit for it? <laughs> yeah. Aledo, man, I man. His body is shot, dude, man. I mean, he even had, like, that, that plastic surgery. He doesn't even look the same like he did in Pride. He shaved down all that scar tissue.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, he was a, he, those guys were beasts. Those guys in Pride. I'm telling you. You know? They were beasts. Man. <laughs> Holy cow. And then... I have another question for you. I don't know if this I, – I, I looked you up on the website. I think it was like Tapology or something. Yes. You had a boxing match with Joe Ricks. Is that true? I was it, – it was a uh, – I got
0: hit up on maybe two weeks' notice to do the event. And I was going to take place. So I was going to do it. And scheduling-wise, it just didn't work out for me during work. And unfortunately, I had to pull out of it.
1: Ah, uh, that's what so, I mean. wow, you for like your you like <laughs>
0: like,
1: like, oh, yeah.
0: I actually met him a couple years ago when I had my fourth amateur fight, and he used to train at the labs in Phoenix. Yeah, and so it would have kind of been a cool moment to, uh, you know, I I met the guy, and I'm having a having a match with him. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. At least that's the way I looked at it. Yeah, he boxes man I guess he, does he still do MMA? Do you know? Um, I know he just had a bare knuckle event a couple months ago, and then this was going to be his pro dox- boxing debut. But I think sometime last year he had an MMA event, and then he's just been doing. I know he had some issues with his hand because he trains in Phoenix still, mm. and the the guy he's he has age, but he's been very active. Yeah, now he was
1: on Bellator. He was on that um. I don't know if you remember. They had
0: their own reality TV show. Uh, it was the first reality TV show, and I thought he won.
1: Yeah, I think he won the show. I don't remember, and then I think I don't remember. I don't think he won the the match they gave him that. Right? I'm trying to remember. That was a long time ago. I think they that lasted only one season. I actually liked him better than the ultimate. Yeah, fight. they only lasted one season. Yeah, I'm I'm because I'm I thought it was a lot better than in the UFC Ultimate Fighter one, but. There's other people that say that too, but I guess the, uh, the vast majority of non true MMA people like to go with the other type of reality shows where they talk about the drama. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. You got your main fight coming up. Um, and I guess I'm trying to think if I got any questions for you. Do you have any questions like are you going to be
0: watching uh, this weekend's UFC fight with Donald Cerrone? Oh, of course. Uh, I think I'm more excited for that fight than I am the uh, the title fights. Uh, I'm a huge Donald Cerrone fan. Yeah. Jeez. Um,
1: just his style and
0: what was that? You think he's going to take it? I think he can. I mean, every fight is uh, a winnable fight. It just really depends on which version of you shows up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he but he definitely has the tools to beat him. I mean, Tony's uh, more high-volume. His pressure does not stop. Yes. Donald, Donald has pressure as well, but, you know, it depends who gets the upper hand.
1: Yeah,
0: so I had a conversation with my
1: co-host, uh, Zane, the other day. We were kind of thinking that Ferguson may take it only because of age, but now I'm thinking about it because did Ferguson just – cut.
0: Ferguson had an injury not too long, now, right? Ferguson had an injury where he uh had surgery on a completely detached LCL. Mm-hmm. Uh they were giving him like a a year to eight months timeline to recover. He came back in four, fought Anthony Pettis. Anthony Pettis broke his hand in that fight. Mm-hmm. And then Tony won via TKO. And so I thought he had another injury, but I don't he's that. had a long layoff, and now yeah, he's I mean, coming back
1: to fight Donald. And Donald, as far as I know, I don't think he's ever had Six. a serious injury. I mean, I'm sure he gets banged up. I don't recall him having an injury.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think he's had a serious one either.
1: <laughs> wow. Now, do you travel, do you stay at one particular gym?
0: No, honestly, I've, I've traveled to a lot of places in Arizona, uh, even when I lived in Texas, because uh, I left Arizona for about three years and moved to Texas. And I would do a lot of my training in San Antonio. Okay. And I trained with a lot of guys at, over at Pre uh, Pete Sprite Muay Thai, Got punched in the face by those guys, and I'm pretty sure you've heard the name Pete Spratt.
1: It's the yes. only guy. <laughs> That's old. He uh, oh. uh, smashed uh, Robbie Lawler's leg. Yeah, I remember that. And from what I I don't ever remember seeing Rob Lawler until like a few years later when he we went on uh, force. I'm like, oh wow, like when um, cause I didn't I didn't get Showtime until like a few years later. And it would show reruns. And I'm like, oh, there he is. But he was, it was obviously a few years later. because When he was in the UFC that fight, he was, I think, like 19, 20. Yeah. So, you. So what's he up to? He, he just trains, or is he actually getting a ring? Uh,
0: his last fight was last year. I think he. it was a coming out of retirement fight. For Spratt? Yes. Wow. It was an MMA? Yes, it was. And he's maybe, I think, 44, 45 now. I may be off on the age, but he has a lot of good – he has a lot of guys at that gym uh, that he trains. Uh, Big O or Richard Odoms, he was the inaugural LFA heavyweight champ that that came out of his gym. And, yeah, he has a lot of other good good guys, good squad over there. Wow! Did Spratt win this fight? Um, I think he lost that fight. He was pretty much dominating that first round, and then got caught with one. Yeah,
1: it's not that easy when you're in his
0: forties, man. Oh, just because <laughs> of, just because of the age, he still has it. I, yeah, I got yeah. pictures of the. <laughs> I got pictures of the butt whoops he's put on me, but yeah, he still has it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's insane. All right. Well, guys, we're going to be right back after this break. Bonnie, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. I thank you guys for having me. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30 day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmanaged selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. Guys, we're back, and now is the time for you guys to learn how to make money. Now, you can easily make money by listening to this podcast by downloading an app called Podcoin. You either your Android phone or your tablet or your iPhone or your tablet, and it's fairly simple for each podcast that you listen to. You earn points, and then you can redeem those those points for either Amazon or Starbucks, or you can even donate it to charity. Now, by listening to my podcast and using this special promo code called MMA Show, that's the promo code, MMA Show, you will get 300 PodCoins just for signing up and using my code. Again, it's MMA Show, and the app is called Podcoin. You can get it from, if you have an Android um, device, you can go to the Google Play Store. If you have an Apple device, you go to the uh, Apple Store. All right, guys, we'll be back. Good day, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Owners Radio, and you are tuned into the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets PodcastCity.net, Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net.
0: Only on Podcast City Network.
1: Listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. All right, guys, we're back to the show. This is Mark, and to all the listeners out there, we'd appreciate it if you uh, make a small contribution to keep the uh, podcast going. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm mark the slash mark the shark MMA show and click on the support this podcast button. And it's mark with a C and not a K. Again, it's anchor.fm slash Mark the Shark MMA show. All right guys, we're at the end of our show. Mark Ritoro. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called the Mark the Shark MMA Show. And it's Mark with a C and not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget if you're in a mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book